Chapter 18. The Luck of the Fates Do you believe in fate? No, really. Are you one of those people who believes that everything happens for a reason? Things chosen long before we ever put thought to paper? Or are you more of a free spirit? Course of your life, not set in stone. Personally, I've never got into that whole predestination versus free will crap. I mean, what is the difference between a predetermined destiny that you don't know and free will? Never been able to figure that one out. The universe really is a random place where free will reigns supreme? Well, that's all for the good. You just go out there and screw up your own damn life. On the other hand, if the fates wove the tapestry of your life long before you ever born, how would you know? I mean, would you find yourself one day wanting to eat a pastrami sandwich and discover you couldn't because you were destined to go hungry that day? Just picture it. You're sitting there. You're holding your sandwich. It smells good. It looks good. You're hungry as hell. But you're fighting with yourself. You can't raise your arm to get the sandwich to your mouth. Get it into one of those little tug-of-wars with your own arm. One hand gripping the other, trying to force a sandwich into your mouth, but it just isn't working. You're struggling. You're fighting. You're straining. But you just can't get that sandwich anywhere near your mouth. Guess you were destined to go hungry. I mean... Seriously, how would you know if predestination ruled? Even if you did figure it out, were able to prove that everything is following some master plan? Some story that was written long before you ever entered into it? Would it matter? Even if you knew the ending? It would be like a movie where you already knew that the boy gets a girl in the end. I mean, you know how it's going to turn out, but a lot of stuff happens on the way there, right? Maybe the ending's enjoyable, maybe not. If you go see a movie about the Titanic, for example, I think you know walking into the theater that the ship is going to sink. So I guess I never really got caught up in the whole debate. Predestination, free will. I guess it could get a little frustrating, not feeling in control of your life. Like all of your decisions were made for you? That everything was mapped out, an open book that anybody could just pick up and read? Know what you were going to do, even before you did. Which is exactly how I felt standing in the dragon's study. Bastard knew what I was going to do. He knew I was going to leave that room, explore, pawn to Queen's Four. He was ready for me watching me as if everything I did had been scripted long before I ever did anything. All he had to do was sit back and wait, which was what he was doing sitting on the table in this room I took to be a study. Lots of books, tables scattered with papers, fireplace, one wall. That's where I was standing next to the fireplace. He was on the table. He hadn't been there a moment before. Scared the crap out of me. 
ask me a question. That was his way of announcing his presence, letting me know that he was watching. What was the question? Looking at him, I didn't know what to say. I sure as hell didn't want to answer him. Bastard. He'd chain me to a wall, play chess, checkmate in 11 moves without even touching his pieces. He beat me without even making a move. What did he want? He wasn't saying anything. Dragon was tall, thin, gaunt like an old man, but he had a grace about him like he was made of silk and steel. Eyes so dark I didn't even know what color they were. He looked as if he could go for days without flinching, blinking, looking away as if he could sit on the table sitting like a bird until the world died. He wasn't going to say anything, was he? He'd ask me a question. I didn't want to answer. How do you face down a dragon? even looking like an old man. There was more to him than skin, something just below the surface, barely contained by his old man's skin, as if that was a concession to me. Well, if you're a mythological creature as old as time, I guess you can look just like about anything you want. And I could see the shape of him in the back of my mind, everything that was more than the old man. He'd ask me a question. His question, it was, it was, it was, why was I here? And of course, he didn't say anything. I flinched first. You're looking for dragon's breath. Del Morgan would demand it so fresh. Well, I went to the market. The guy said it really wasn't the kind of thing he carried. More of a specialty item, so I got directions to the underground. Dragon looked at me, saying nothing more. I mean, never mind. Sitting on the table, and, and you know, my answer sounded so stupid. I mean, well, of course, I listen to a total stranger give me advice on how to find Dragon's Breath. I do it all the time. You want honey? Okay, first you're going to need a balloon and an umbrella. Dragon didn't blink. Why are you here? Because I'm an idiot. I turned left at Albuquerque. I didn't ask the doorman how to find Dragon's Breath. I don't even know what that is. Matthew Drake, you allowed yourself to be captured. You let my servants bring you directly to me. Wasn't my idea. Really? You slipped your bonds without a thought. Chains that could bind a hurricane. You escaped your cell. Open the door as if it were unlocked. You told me to break my bonds. No. I merely suggested that you try. Does not mean I thought you would succeed. I find you free of your prison, searching through my chambers. Dragon's breath. Again, I must ask you. Why are you here? Because I was born. Do not mock me. Why are you here? I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. Why? Because I don't know who I am. Me, 
was hot, burning like fire. I was so angry. I couldn't think straight. I wanted to strangle the dragon for forcing me to say that. My life was gone, taken away in an instant by one man pointing his finger at me, stripping away my life, giving me a name. Wait, he never pointed. Just, just my life. My life was gone. I belonged to Del Morgan. She had held my heart in her hand. Blood dripping down her arm, the dragon slipped from the table, stretching wings I couldn't see walking toward me. Now we are getting somewhere. I didn't answer. I couldn't. It was as if he had stripped me raw, taken claws I couldn't see, and ripped the flesh from my bones, leaving me nothing. I couldn't answer. I had no voice, no words, not even a heart. He looked at me, the dragon, looked me up and down as if he were appraising a side of beef or a contestant at a beauty contest. The side of beef gets more respect. I have a challenge for you. What? Are we done with games? Time to double the wager. Shall it be fisticuffs at twenty paces? Russian roulette? I want you to find me something. Succeed? And I shall let you go, the water of life. Even as he said it, the words half-formed on his lips, tracing their way to my ear. I could hear it. At the back of my mind, at the very edge of sound, teetering on the abyss, even as he said it, I could hear music. Rising like a voice, echoing his words. I could feel it, taste it, touch it. The river and the forest, fresh, clear, cold as crystal wind and new felt snow. I couldn't speak. My mouth was filled with mist. It sent a chill through me, standing next to a roaring fire. The dragon said nothing. I don't understand. It matters not. I want it. You shall have it for me. It is as simple as that. Why? Because you, my Drake, almost slipped through my grasp without so much as a thought as to how you did it. Because you, my Grendel, want your freedom. It's not enough. Not enough? Would you parley with me? I have something you want. You have something I want. Dragon's breath? Yes. You value your freedom so shamefully. My freedom was never yours to give. Well spoken, Drake. That is why you shall fetch me the water of life in exchange for dragon's breath. I don't know where to begin. Drake, you are a Grendel, a Drake, shaper of worlds. You left the city behind you, searching for me. How many turns did you make, crossed paths, wonders of the dark, distract you before I found you? No, my Drake. You are a shaper of worlds. Seek the water of life, and it shall find you. This audio recording of the Fearful Brigidian, Bidna Tale on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.